for less than a coffee a day, you could get a Balinese ladyboy prostitute. I think it's pre-lunchtime. Well, pre-lunch. Back at it again. I feel like we need to come up with another intro at some point. I do. I Sometimes I feel just singing it is not sort of good enough. I don't think it conveys how we feel about doing this podcast. Yeah, how do you feel today? Well, well we discussed it. I, I feel like dog shit. Yeah. I, I, I can't get rid of this fucking throat thing. I'm exhausted. Mm. And I was in bed at a very, very reasonable hour last night. I took a nap before I came over to your place. Yeah. Fucking relaxed. Took the dog down to the park. Collapsed into a heap. And after this, I've got to go do a gig. So, and, and I start my new job on Monday at seven o'clock. So I'm like, true. So how, how do we, how do we intro with that energy? Here's, it, hey man. <laughs> hey, welcome back. to Yo, the welcome day. back to Wall Free Lunch ASMR edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got your head down and shit. This is a new kind of Sammy Bow for the podcast. I'm relaxed. You worked early this morning. Yeah. You're a little dusty. I'm, I'm a dusty little sick. Fuck. Yeah. I really want that fucking free lunch. <laughs> <laughs> we used the Uber Eats voucher the wrong week. We, I think we might have actually, because, it, but also, it would have been handy today. It would have been fantastic today. Yeah, but I, I had Taco Bell, and also I got a message as well from a friend of the pod, Dan Dennis, mm-hmm. uh, lovely Dan, who asked why the fuck we didn't review the lunch on the episode. So I think it's important. Oh, we, true. It's so stupid. Yeah, yeah I know. We should have done that. <laughs> it's sort of like the premise of this yeah, we, podcast dude that's how hungry we were because it just showed up and we we're like oh sweet thank fuck all right bye yeah all right see you bye and then just we ate taco bell in silence yeah <laughs> we just, <laughs> dude we did it completely the wrong way around. we really did you and i wolfed that down yeah fuck we were so hungry. I think while we're eating, we might have said 20 words to each other all up. Yeah. I was, th- and I got to be honest with you, full re- a Taco Bell burrito mm. exceeded my expectations. I've never had the burrito yet. Tell me about it. Very, very good. It just tastes like a fast food equivalent of Guzman and Gomez, except what I will say is I actually thought the Taco Bell burrito was more generous than Guzman and Gomez. Interesting. Because I remember when Guzman and Gomez first came out, those burritos were fucking huge. Yeah, and now man. they've gotten popular and everything's smaller and more expensive. And, you know, everyone that works there speaks English now, so it loses yeah, it a doesn't, touch of... Yeah, it doesn't count anymore. Every now you you would walk into the South Bank, Guzman and Gomez, and it would be like culture shock. Yeah. They'd be like, hola, you want the burrito? Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I am, am I in Mexico? Be dudes riding around on dirt bikes. Oh, yeah, man. There's an old little lady hitting me with a cane in yeah. a poncho. It was a beautiful experience. It was gorgeous. And now it's just... John. Yeah, being like, let me guess, mild chicken? And you're like, you don't know me, cunt. Yes, mild <laughs> chicken, though. Yes, 100% mild chicken, thank you, but fuck you. Fuck you, dude. Dude, I'll tell you what, I hate the the white man's, like, don't don't get me wrong, Look, I'm, I'm one of the cool ones. I know that I can only take butter chicken. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that thing, I'm like, you don't speak for me. Yeah, you Give me the spice. You don't speak for me at all. I, I, there's this Indian place down the road from my house, really, really cheap. First, well, I mean, kind of. The first time I went in there, it was this sweet old little Indian lady, 10 minutes before they closed. And she was like, you want curry and rice? I'm like, yes, please. She's like, two curries? I'm like, two curries. What curries? And I go, give me your favorites. And she was like, seriously? I'm going, yeah, yeah, just, I'll, I'll, I it, will eat anything. Just give me your two favorites. And she was, she just did the whole, I'm going to fuck with white boy here. Yeah. Gave me two of the spiciest fucking yeah. curries in the world. Goes, go, <laughs> goes to the back, break glass in case of arrogant white man. 
In a cryo-sealed bag of the spiciest yeah. shit I've ever had in my life. Just like with the like nuclear gloves. Yeah. Dude, my asshole was crying before I was. It was like, I, I know what's coming. This is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> but also, you ever had like a really beautiful like goat biryani? Nah. Dude, I fucking love goats. Never had a goat biryani. Well, I just can't bring myself to eat goat. Really? Yeah. Why? Is, is that because like you feel like like it's a culture thing? Feels weird to eat goat. I don't know. I like goat. I like goats. Is that because it used to be a currency of your people? You're like, it feels weird. <laughs> like, this is a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like, I don't know what it is. Like, there's something about like, you know how people go like, I don't eat beef because I find cows like really cute. Yeah. I like goats. I think goats are fun. Oh, I think goats, goats are silly to me and I feel weird eating them. Well, see, I have the, ex- I feel the exact same way, but the opposite at the end where I'm like I think goats are the silliest little creatures mm. they can be hilariously temperamental mm. they're playful they wag their tail when they're happy like That's a right. dog yeah it's awesome and they also are amazing when you slow cook them like I think <laughs> I think I think goats are too far down on like the cultural pecking order here in Australia as far as meats and pets go like you yeah. know when you see those Peter signs where it like stacks like it goes like a cow and a chicken and a goat and a sheep and then a dog and there's a line between the sheep and the dog and it yeah. goes how do you tell which one's a pet yeah. how do you tell which one's a da, da, da. where do we draw the line where do we draw the line right there that is yeah you've drawn it for us you've actually done it already <laughs> you've actually done it for us <laughs> I'm not gonna eat a dog I'm sorry I think it might have something to do with them being our pets for I don't know fifty thousand years yeah I'm like don't get me wrong Bubba but like the rest of those 100% culturally okay. Mm. Dog not okay. We agree. Yeah. You could even <laughs> you could even put a horse like on that side of the line. Yeah. Like, no, I'll eat a horse. I'll potentially eat a horse. Dude, fuck horses. They're I, grumpy and shitty. That's I, true. I don't have a lot of love for horses. Now, they're mean. They're temperamental. They just stare at you and shit. I also think there's like a really dark poeticism to the idea that that is an animal you need to break. Like emotionally... Mm. Before you can like pat it on the head. Yeah, you have to go up and whisper mean things to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Until it's like, fine, I'll let you ride me. You would be like, I fucked your mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, you're a bitch, you're a bitch you're horse. Absolutely nothing. You're, you're a, a shitty fucking horse. horse. There are way better horses that I've known. Every morning at 5 a.m., why the long face? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why the like, long face, like, fuckhead? Uh, yeah, you have to break his spirit emotionally. That's how I do it. You start spreading rumors between the, other, the other horses. horses. They all make fun of you because you're spotty. Stupid fucker, what are you? <laughs> What are you, a trans cow? What's going on here, you fucking <laughs> stupid little a shit? Fat fucking horse. Fat fucking horse. You're a fat fucking horse. Hey. <laughs> you don't have any toes. You don't have any toes. That's so mean. I make your shoes. You're nothing. <laughs> You're nothing to no one. But then you know that you know that they're a genuine wild animal because still even then, every now and then, they'll try and kick you. Yeah. You can't get, ironically, you can't get the dog out of a horse. As no. much as you try, you just can't. Yeah. And it feels weird. Keeping horses feels very weird. Wild horses are majestic and angry and you give them the same birth, the wide birth that you would give like a moose. Yeah, you just don't I mean? fuck with the horse. I don't fuck with horses. I don't, want to, t- I don't want to get close to a horse. I don't want to do any of that. No. But a goat... A goat's just a fucking pleasure to be around. A goat is a, a goat is a sheer delight. You know when you see those pictures of like um, people living in like Afghanistan and shit, mm. and they have like a goat in the house. Yeah. And there's a part of you that goes, "Why would you let the goat in the house?" But there's another part of you that goes, "I'd let that fucking goat in my house." Yeah, dude. When I went for a walk, like it, when like around my auntie's place in Bosnia, mm. they were just like mad goats, and they were so like they would come up to you because like I guess like they were just the people kept them like pets. 
Yeah. So like they would come up to you and like they would get pats and like I took a selfie with one and it straight up posed like it, <laughs> like it looked it's at the camera aware. like if it had fingers it would have been doing this it would have been doing up throwing it up, throwing up, up going signs. <laughs> Bad motherfucker. Straight up. I'm like, this is the fucking... Si- I wonder if I can find it, actually. Hold on. Look. Let's see if I can find it quickly. Because I put it up on Facebook when I did it. I just find, like, the... I, I, I do have this... and I've got, I've got 902 friends on Facebook, You bro. have 902 friends? Are you jealous? I think I have 1,068. Shut up, Dora. No, you don't. I have way more friends on Facebook. Oh, oh you, you are, should we do this? Should yeah. we do this? I've you got 902 friends. 902 friends. All right. How much has Sammy Bow got? big deal. How many people from high school have I not deleted on my... <laughs> what have I got here? Your friends. I have 1,458. Oh, get fucked. Yeah, man. I'm a popular boy. Dude, I was certain I had more friends than you. Uh, what can I say? I'm Damn very it, charismatic. <laughs> 1,458 friends on Facebook. I talked to 16 of them. Bro, this is me as Jafar in my high school musical. Oh, wow. Look at you. 47 likes. I don't get that many likes on Facebook you now, actually, bro. Like- you, actually look like, you, that you actually look like my Japanese teacher <laughs> in high school. Who, for the record, was not Japanese. But you do look like a thin mustache. Yeah, it's very... I mean, this is the most pervy... This Look, is this is very pervy, Alex. One hundred percent. It's like my little fa- dude. I fucking killed it as Jafar, man. Genuine. I need you to know. I'm not sure it, that doesn't sell it really, but like, I killed it as you've, Jafar. You've told me they're your two biggest, most successful roles on a creative level is the ugly stepsister <laughs> and Jafar. And Jafar, Jafar. I believe you, man. Here we go. Check it out. Look, this is me with the goat. Oh fuck! Oh, that goat is posing. That goat's the goat a- is full on posing. The goat's He's like, 100- yeah, that's what's, what's up? up. It's me and the boys. We're out here in fucking Bosnia. <laughs> Dude, I'll level with you. I was not expecting that level of a goat pose. This is what I'm saying. That's you can't, dope. bro. You can't eat that. You can't eat him. Look at him. Don't make me answer that. <laughs> you can eat him still. I want to taste that attitude. No, you know what dude. I mean? Like that's 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 juicy. No, that's so he's so fucking sick. Also, for the record, that's still a young goat. This way, I get like check I it out. A dagwood dog that looks like a dick. <laughs> Just going through old Facebook photos you have. <laughs> that is a Dagwood dog that looks exactly... It's fucking wild, man. That's a horrible looking penis, but a really phallic Del- Dagwood yeah, dog. Yeah, straight up. Uh, dude, 2014 was a big year for me. Oh, man. Anyway. That's a sick goat. It's a sick goat. That's what I'm saying. He's like literally, he's like hunched down, f- head forward, being mm. like, I've worked on this angle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, another fucking, another tourist. Tourist, oh, all right. What's up? Another fan, here we go. Bat, I don't, I, I don't want to speak out of turn here because I've never been to an Indian wedding, but at the same time, I love the fact that, that some cultures, like South Asian cultures, are like, do you know what this wedding needs? Farm animals. Yeah. And I love that. A cow in the dress. A cow in a dress. <laughs> a goat covered in red powder. And uh, let's get a couple of chickens wearing berets. Yeah, dude, that's sick. Because they, they respect the animal. That's the thing. It's like those cult. They're like, yeah, we respect the animal, but you gotta eat them. Yeah, we're gonna dress them up and not eat them. Like, you <laughs> know <what I> mean? <laughs> this is his big send off. Yeah, it it is kind of like nice because you're like, we don't respect anything that much to like give it a celebration and then kill it here. Yeah, that's true. But I think it feels like we're betraying because I th- I think because in a way it does make me go because like, the goat's going like, 
fuck, life has really turned around for mm. me in the last 24 hours. Check this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are feeding me, whatever the fuck. I got a nice little flower crown. Dude, I've gotten like 15 scratches under the chin today. Am I the king? I might be the king. And then just like approaching the boiling cauldron and be like, <laughs> guys. Am I getting guys, a bath? We what might are we doing this? Turn this down on this. It looks really hot. It feels mean. Ooh, what's that knife for? <laughs> That's what was, to like trick the animal yeah. like that. Why is it making me face Mecca? This is odd. <laughs> I'm so confused. I, I remember going to outside of Woodford Folk Festival because there was like a cow paddock that we were looking for shrooms in. Yeah, nice. And uh, there was like, I'm going to say like 35 cows mm. that like they didn't really pay attention to us because we were just like minding our own business. And then like one clocked on to like what we were doing and just started staring at us. And then it was like four. And then like, after like a couple minutes, all 35 cows were just staring at us while we were going through their shit. Do you think that's why they're like, is it kind of going through our shit right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they, they were like, that's ours. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, were getting, they were getting territorial about their own poo. I was always, that's what my question is. Like, do they get territorial about their own shit? Because like, they were all, like, they were starting to like, just sort of like front us a little bit. Yeah. And wherever we moved, they would follow us. And then when we like walked away from them, they would, they would follow us. Like they yeah. would come towards us all 35 and they would like moo at us and shit. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. I, yeah, I was like, shut the mind. fuck up. I was like, cause, cause I was like 21 with a chick trying to assert my dominance over 35 <laughs> cows. Be like, be like, check this out, babe. Shut up fucking cow. You can take the boy out of the farm, <laughs> but dude, being t- 21 is the age where you feel like you need to assert dominance, dominance over, over 35 cows. cows. Be like, don't worry, babe. I got us. Yo, babe, watch this. Check this. Hey, moo. Yeah, straight up. They moo at me. And I'm like, oh, enough. Shut up. <laughs> Let me go through your poo in peace. I'm not doing anything. Leave us alone. Do you know how you'd really assert dominance? Mm? Find a hallucinogenic mushroom, feed it to the biggest cow. That's fun. And just be like, let's see what happens to this cow. Yeah. You come back a week later, the cow is just like, Meh. I think we're all connected in the universe yeah, the collectively ca- together. The cow speaks English now. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, what are we doing? We just stand like, around all day? You come back and he's like, thank you. <laughs> like, holy fuck. Thank you for feeding me the God molecule. <laughs> Flies off. <laughs> it's like becomes a problem. Like it becomes yeah. an international threat. <laughs> the mushroom cow. The mushroom cow that can fly. We have to do a peace deal with it. It's speaking <laughs> it's at the UN. It's, it's, like, it's like Ultron. Like it's figured out that we're the plague on Earth. The Ultron cow. <laughs> Ultron cow. Dude, this, <laughs> there's a guy in Splendor in the Grass that's responsible for Ultron cow. <laughs> Dude, that's the thing. When people talk about like we need like a, a like extraterrestrial threat to like get all the to unite everyone to, un- to unite everybody. One cow on shrooms. One cow. On sh- <laughs> one awakened cow. Because then also the cow would go to India and the cow would speak. And the cow would revolutionize the cows already in India. Yeah. And just be like, hey, guys, we're already... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. India becomes a superpower overnight. Yep. Because you gave you thought it would be funny to give shrooms to a fucking cow. And the cows already run the joint. Yeah. And they're like, guys, this is just one step further. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. You take this mushroom, suddenly you can run the roti stand. Okay. It's This is incredible. Okay. We're back. That, that we just had some technical difficulties because we always have that. 
That's what. That's part of the. That's one of the side effects of setting up such a dope home system. The CIA heard us talking about Ultron Cow and was like, "Shut it down." It got nervous. <laughs> it was like these guys are on the same wavelength as AI. That's why they signed <laughs> that document. What? What? Who was it? Andrew Yang, Elon Musk, uh, Steve Wozniak. They're all like, "We need to stop AI for six months." Yes. Because AI's gone. Just two words: Ultron Cow. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, we have to shut this down. We have to do everything we can to prevent Ultron Cow, the most awakened cow, <laughs> peace bringer. Who will wreak vengeance for the way cows have been treated for millennia. Straight up, dude. You, If you honestly, man, you know for a fact that like, if you saw a cow that spoke English, you'd be like, oh, we're fucked. Any, any farm animal that is agriculturally slaughtered. Mm. We're like, we're done. Yeah. Dude, any, even a chicken. If a chicken just goes... Bastard, you fucking <laughs> bastard. I'm like, the chickens are going to take over. Yeah. The, mur- the murder rate's 100%. The cows have seized the means of production. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, We're fucked, dude. They're redistributing the wealth. Now we get paid in grass. We're it. fucked. Dragging out Elon Musk by the scruff of his neck into the town square. <laughs> and if you're against it, you're still identified as a turf. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Killing it with the puns. I'm coming for your crown, Will Anderson. <laughs> also, I feel like we should mention um, we're going to try get that free lunch from Rara. Rara Ramen. The whitest ramen joint in the world. Despite the fact, I will say this, the mm. kitchen, when you because you can see into the kitchen, mm-hmm. all of them are Asian. But like at the same time, I'm like, it's come on. You don't chuck a putt. Yeah, bro. There's zero way it's 18. I mean, the amount of shit that we've already talked about, Rara Ramen. And I'm not going to take any of it back. No, I'm not taking any of it back either. I I will only approach this from the angle of like, this free ramen will offset every time I've paid $19 for a ramen where you get one slice of chashu pork and one half egg. Yeah. And just bulk noodles. Bro, I don't even like ramen that much, but to be like, here's an $18 ramen. I'm like, brother, it's soup. Yeah. Like, I can't get over that. I'm like, can't eat soup. Like, it's mostly soup and noodle. Well, see, noodle soup is the only acceptable soup to me. Because I fucking, I have a vendetta against soup. I think it's the stupidest shit. I like soup. Every time I eat it, I feel like we've lost a war. Really? You don't enjoy, like, a nice warm soup, Do you know who eats the majority of soup, bro? In the winter? No, fuck that, dude. Who eats the majority of soup? People that have woken up from comas. People in hospital. For a good reason. Welcome back to living. (laughs) You no. want to start at the top? No, it's what you give. It's what you give really weak people. No, you start. You welcome back. Look how exciting life is again. We start at the culinary top. No, soup. dude. No, you don't drink dinner. You don't drink dinner. You, you're not supposed to drink it. You, 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 what do you do with it then? It, I'll tell you, Eat so, soup with a knife and fork next time. See how well that goes. I fucking might. Can't see. Do it. Fucking, you can't stop me. I might do it because if you get a, if you get a good soup, it's like there's there's like things in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's bits, but that's why noodle soup is acceptable to me because there's so much shit in it. Right. Every time, like, I've had too many pea and ham soups, pumpkin soups. I will say every now and then, I, I am partial to a really good tomato soup. Bro, you ever had a broccoli and cheddar soup? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fucking yeah, good. Yeah, hey, man, it's this is what I want good. you to do with your nose. Put them in between my balls. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the best soup in the entire... Especially, I made a homemade one because mm-hmm. there, there used to be a place at the QUT Kelvin Grove campus. I can't remember what it's called, but they used to do broccoli and cheddar soup and like mm-hmm. little things. And I just remembered it one day. I was like, bro, I haven't had that in ages. That was like the best like hangover food. Yeah. I made it myself here. Yeah. Homemade, delicious, served it to Beck lovingly. 
we were both like, this is maybe the best thing either of us have ever had. Oh, really? Genuinely, broccoli and cheddar soup is so far up there, bro. It is up there. I look, I, I enjoy a soup. I just have an issue with that being... I just have an issue with that being dinner. Like, it, it, I don't know why. It really irks me. You have a nice, you have a nice bread with it, man. You, you fucking have a nice loaf of bre- crusty yeah, but bread. Then, but soup. then you've got to admit that the bread is doing the literal and metaphorical heavy lifting. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, but see, then I'm like, if if it needs bread, it's the same way that tequila needs fucking salt and lemon. You know what yeah, I mean? but tequila's not dinner. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I mean, I will take. I'll <laughs> depending take te- on who you are, depending on what Dude, age that's, you are. That's a, that's a Mexican soup. It's tequila. It's little soup shots. <laughs> Dude, if I'm drinking food, I may as well be drinking drink. That's my. That's kind of how I feel about it. I think I prefer to drink food. I really? love. I love a smoothie. I love a shake. If I could replace all of my meals with soup, or like some sort of like shake on the go, I would. Uh, oh, see that. You know, like you get those man shake ads. I love those like, man shake it's, ads. It's a fat guy for before and a slightly f- less fat so, guy. Only in, slightly in high vis to be like, because I'm a man still. <laughs> I love those ads so much. Hey, are you uh do you want to lose weight but you're scared of everyone calling you gay? Man shake. We have sweat flavor. Beef flavor. Yeah, dude, it's fucking it's one of the most desperate fucking attempts. Like when you go to Job site blueberry. Get in there. HR sucks raspberry. <laughs> oh, it was better when I was a kid, strawberry. The man shake. Stop the bloats. <laughs> Stop the bloats. <laughs> yes. That yeah. one line cured how sick I feel. Hey, Stop the bloats. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, eat my fucking dick, Will Anderson. We're coming for your crown, bitch. You know that weird discussion? I don't think it's weird, but there's that discussion around like um, uh, rom- uh, platonic romanticism. Mm. where it's like, you know, I'm in a... I I saw this article a little while ago of this woman who... They're in their 50s, and they're both divorced, and they moved in together, and they sleep in the same bed, and they they live together, and they're like, it's strictly platonic, but our love is really, really deep, Mm -hmm. and it's very sweet. And I'm I'm reading that being like... Part of me is like, well, you found a person. It's platonic. You live together. You sleep in the same bed, and you kiss each other on lips. Like, what? Yeah. Like, is it just... Maybe this is a dude thing, but like, no, there's kind of a line... There has to Do be you know what I mean? Because to me, when I hear that, I'm like, yeah, it's platonic for one of you. Yes. That's what I hear. It's platonic for one of you. Because the, the other one's just going along with it because they don't want to lose it. Yes. It's like, yeah, totally. It's like the best friend vibe. Mm. Right? Yes. Where it's like, well, no, no, this is just my guy best friend. And I'm there being like, yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> just friends. Besties. Dude, I had that. I had that with a girl I went to high school with, and afterwards she was like, "You're like my best friend, but like you can sleep. I'm 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 gonna sleep in my undies, but you can sleep in the bed." Yeah. And the whole time I'm just like, "This feels kind of weird." Yeah. If this is just my friend, why am I having to hide a stiffy? Yeah. You know what I mean? The wolf inside you's just like, "Let me kiss the ass." Inside me there are two wolves, and they're both really horny right now and confused. Yeah, because you're just going along with it. You're like, yeah, yeah, totally platonic, totally platonic. And then you're sleeping in the same bed being like... Just like laying way awake at night being like, how do I broach this? That's exactly what it felt like. Yeah. I was just sitting in her room, lying asleep. And she was like, it's fine because you're queer and I'm queer. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but... yeah, yeah." But, like, that doesn't make it easier. If anything, that makes it harder because we both acknowledge that we're both a little bit more horny than usual. Yeah. But, yeah, sure. I'll just roll over here and, okay, fine. You can spoon me. Yeah. 
Bro, I, I had that with a chick one time where she, she slept in my bed after a house party. This chick was like, actually, you know her. I know her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know who this is. <laughs> Tell the story. The, she, she, it was the exact same thing. It was like platonic besties, like all this. And then she slept in my bed. And uh, this was like after a whole night. And then she like leaned over and she was like, look, I don't want to have sex. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And she goes, but you can jack off on my back if you want. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And What an offer. And I go like, uh, nah, I'm good. Mm. And she was like, oh, okay, fine. Like she took it like, yeah, she's like, oh, okay. All right. Well, all right. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to be the dude that takes that. I'm not going to be the dude that jacks off on your back. I'm like, it's it's like, I wish I had the words to be like, look, you understand this sets a precedent for the type of man that I am. Yeah, yeah this is a formative experience for me. Well, I'm like, if I jack off on your back now, that's a thing that I have to do to every, like, that's the quality <laughs> of man I am. I can't accept that. <laughs> like, thank you for your time. And so we, I just like turned over and all this. And I, I no bullshit, it ruined the friendship. Yeah. Because she, because every time I saw her, I was like, what was up with that? I was next time I saw her, I was like, "What was up with that? Like, yeah. why, why did you why did you ask for that?" And she was, I was like, "No judgment, you know." But I was like, "That that was just strange." And she was like, "I never asked for that." Yep, I, I this is that changing the narrative is mm. something I've known about that person for a very long time, bro. I was dumbfounded. I was like, I was like, bro. You're, I was like, what, how could I make that up? Yeah. Why would I make up a story where I get offered? To jack off on your back. Like, if I'm going to brag, <laughs> that's, dude, I'll that's, be like, boys, I had this chick in my bed. You'll never believe it. She wanted me to jack off on her fucking back. You know, the sexiest part of a woman. <laughs> Am I right? Like, just, oh. a, just a dude doing his best to relate to a 100% in the closet gay dude doing yeah. his best to relate to straight guys. Be like, boys, I know you jacked off on this chick's back last night. Am I right? Put it there. <laughs> Put it there. <laughs> I uh, just and also, but like I understand now. I was talking about this with um with Beck. I understand now. It must have been an ego hit. Mm. It must have been an ego hit that I said no. Yeah, because to her credit, if you just saw me in public, you would be like, "This dude will jack off on my back if I." <laughs> you know I mean? You'd be like, "This is a slam dunk." Like <laughs> it's like she thought she read me. And she kind of nearly did. Yeah. Like, she was so close. Yeah. I was, but I fucked that up. I fucked up the image of what, I guess, what she thought she could get away with. Yes. With me. Yeah. And then it made the friendship weird. Yeah, no, that, that'll inherently make the friendship weird. It's like, it's like going to, like, a pub, and you're, like, you're really hungry. Mm. And you're like, are we going to the pub for dinner? Mm. And you get to the pub, and they're like, I'm sorry, when we're not really serving dinner tonight. Mm. And we're like, all right, no worries. That's no stress. I'll just have a beer. But there's some crumbs on the floor. Yeah. Which you're welcome to come on. <laughs> if you like. And you're like, why would you do this? I love this pub. I think I'm better than coming on the floor, yeah. but not by much. <laughs> I, w- I was seeing this girl up in Brisbane for a little while when we, uh, we worked together. And uh, I had a music, I had my music on shuffle and, you know, it just spontaneously happened. Mm-hmm. And then we were going at it and Jimmy Carr came on shuffle mm-hmm. while we were stooping. Right. And Jimmy Carr, oh, his laugh. songs on Spotify, his albums, mm-hmm. 
they go for like 16 minutes. Like his bits are long on Spotify. They do huge. Each uh, album is like five 16 minute chunks. Oh shit. And she was like, it had gone on for about two minutes. She, and she was like, can we change this song? And I was like, no, 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 no. I love comedy. <laughs> this is the best part. <laughs> this is the best part. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she was, and, uh, 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 <laughs> and I did the laugh. And then she was like, I'm not having fun. And I was like, me neither. And then I came. And <laughs> like all right can we keep listening to this album <laughs> and i am for the record and we built up enough rapport like this wasn't the first or second or third time that i'm like this is gonna kill but you know sometimes you 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 have sex with a person and you're incapable they're incapable of having fun with it yeah do you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like yeah. it's got to be a serious thing because i'm like that was hilarious and she was like i think i'm gonna go and i was like this isn't gonna last I think I yeah. thought that was fucking hilarious. I mean, to be fair, she might have a point. That's why it was funny. Because okay. <laughs> like I was bringing fun sex I've had in the past into this new thing to be like, hey, this is kind of my vibe. I'm good at this, but also I like being silly. Mm. And mm. then just nothing. Was yeah. it a little cold? Maybe. But yeah, but sometimes you just got. It's like you're not gonna fucking turn off Jimmy Carr. You gotta let the king speak when he wants to speak. Gotta let the king speak. <laughs> You ever tried fucking to an audio recording of Nanette? <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's all I fucked That's to. That's all I fucked to is Nanette on repeat. I'm like, I play the vinyl. I'm like, you can hear the pain in her voice better. <laughs> I come when she says she's going to quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, finally, a space for Sammy Bow Bow in the Comedy Hall of Fame. All right, should we try and get a free lunch? All right, let's do it. Okay, so we're calling Ra Ra Ramen. We've slagged off white people ramen and how expensive it is. Mm. Um, you've been to Ra Ra before, haven't you? One time, I think with uh, with you and Michelle. Oh my yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude. Oh, that was ages ago. Mm. Um, okay, so yes, let's give it a crack. Let's see what we can do. Is there a particular way you want to open with this? I think it's been so long since we've just. I reckon we just go straight into All it. Right, dude. Let's go straight into it. Um, hi, uh, my name's Sam and I'm here with uh, my mate Alex. We're from the Wall Free Lunch Podcast and uh, we're very familiar with your establishment and we were wondering if we might be able to secure a free ramen for the benefit of the podcast. Also, I can't really answer on that because I just work here. If you want to um, take it up with my boss, you can send us an email. That's the only way that you can actually contact her. Uh, it's through the email, but I can't really offer <laughs> any ramen for uh, for any anything really. So we can't we can't come in. Hi, I'm Alex. By the way, we can't come in just right now and grab a sneaky free one. No, um, we actually no one who actually, no one who works here has the authority to give a free ramen. Only the boss does, and she can only be contacted by email, and she's never here in store. Ooh. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. That's that's a very honourable system. I understand. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, that's all good. We just need to, we need to figure out what to do now. That's all good. Yeah, we've got to do it. We've got to change our tactical plan here. That's all right. It's not your fault. We we've come into this many many times. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Okay. We might we might we might send your boss one to seven emails. Great, great. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she answers. Oh, right. so do I. <laughs> Enjoy your day. What's her name? Oh. 
Katie. All right, classic Japanese name. All right. All right, thank you so much for your help, and we understand that this is a this is a large request. So no stress. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> All right. Classic Japanese. So it seems like we have to e uh, email Katie-san. Bro, I'm sick of emailing, man. Yeah, we've and you know what? No one's emailed us back. Who do, we've emailed a few places now. I can't understand why, because we're literally asking for a free lunch every single time. Like, we're offering them nothing. Yeah, and the concept very much is, look how hard it is to get a free lunch in this goddamn country. Yeah. See, if we were in Thailand or oh. like uh, Southeast Asia... A country that, you know, just like throws food at you. Yeah. Maybe I get free shit. I re yeah, it seems like it's more a favor-based system over there, like side quests. Where they're like, I need I need 10 pounds of tungsten. If you find it, I'll feed you. <laughs> we need you to get four units of metal and wood to build our shed. And we shall repay you. I think Southeast Asia is RuneScape. It has a RuneScape vibe. It does seem like they're all grinding. If you could still buy a sword at 10 a.m., it does still like they're all grinding. It's one of the worst things I've ever said. Well, I think, you know, sometimes when you're walking through uh, like, like little market stalls in Southeast Asia, there is this thing where it's like at any point, I feel like I'm about to be in a chase mm. with a man with a giant sword. Yeah. It doesn't seem that far away, does it? No, it doesn't. Yeah. Or just a, also, weirdly enough, a big sentient slime. <laughs> <laughs> that emerges out of one of the pots that they've made soup in for 40 years and never cleaned. <laughs> like just bleh, bleh, bleh. Oh yeah, that's the sentient slime. You have to fight it. Oh yeah, sorry. If you want to get past here, you've got to kill it. It's got 150 life health. Because Bali does seem kind of RuneScape-ish, where it's like, you can, you can buy a sword for like, like, you'll be like, 75 of the local currency? Yeah. They'll be like, yeah. You'll be like, all right. I okay. just bought a sword for seven Australian dollars. But <laughs> then you insane. go back through customs, and they're like, so you're not in the game anymore. Yeah, you're, you're leaving the server. You're going to the way more boring server. Yeah, sorry. We're, we're not exciting here because, you know, we're rich. It's like, oh no, let's get the, I want that. Yeah, dude. I want to fight the sentient slime. I can understand why old men get to a certain age and they just move to Indonesia. Because they're just like, I'm just going to RuneScape for a little bit. Going to Bali is the old man's playing RuneScape. Dude, honestly, I think old men that go to Bali get a little bit of a bad rap. Because first off, you've got enough money to provide... Like, let's, let's do the standard model. Mm. You hit 60, you've been divorced twice, you've got enough money to move to Bali and live in Bali and essentially yeah. retire in Bali. Mm. And all of a sudden, this beautiful 20-something Thai girl is like, this old man will solve my family's problems and he's actually sweet to me. Generationally as well. Generationally. It's like they become a royal family when fucking Darren stops yeah. working at the IT company that he works at, yeah. goes over to Bali and he's like, yeah, no problem. Yeah, I'll, yeah, let's get married. Yeah, yeah. You, there's just there's women in like the stalls just serving like uh, like food in like paper bags mm. to people. Just like, did you hear about Tao? She married uh, she married Brett, the king of Australia. She owns elephants now. Yeah, she's in a villa. <laughs> oh, I wish I found a Brett <laughs> or a Wayne. For real, bro. It is the it is it is white man's uh, like seventy two virgins promised. You know what I mean? Yeah, 50 years on a job site. Yeah. <laughs> you get to retire in Bali with a beautiful 20-something wife. Yeah. Who you genuinely, for the most part, I'd like to think loves you. Yeah, dude. And then you... I think so. I think I think everyone gets a bad rap in that scenario. You, I think. you do a Western jihad by yelling at the chick that works in HR. Yeah. <laughs> and you end up with 72 virgins in Bali. <laughs>
Yeah, you endure two marriages. <laughs> yeah, you endure two marriages. All of which, during both of those marriage, yep. you say multiple times, you don't know how good you've got it. Yep. And then you go to Bali and the person you're with knows how good they got it. <laughs> you, you yell at the manager of HR. You go, you lesbian bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you get fired. <laughs> and then you take your severance and you live like a king in Bali. <laughs> it's the promised land it's milk and honey it's milk and honey over there it's beautiful a lot of it's goat's milk and honey but it's still <laughs> it's still stunning oh my god it's fucking 25 degrees in the winter yeah dude it and is he's the not playing up because it's not cold yep exactly <sighs> you there's something about the Balinese climate that supports a baby boomer Oh yeah, it supports it really well. Like you, I was like they were. It's the spiritual home of the seventy-five-year-old. Mm. Dude, beer is cheap to borderline free. Yeah, weed's legal now, and boomers are getting into weed. Yep, the food's amazing and cheap as shit. Yep, lady boys are around. Lady boys are around, so you can answer the questions you've been asking yourself for fifty-five years. Yeah, without judgment. No judgment. And it doesn't break the bank. Doesn't. Break- <laughs> Which supports your next passion being frugal. <laughs> I've started investing in ladyboys. Doing Balinese tourism like that, where it's like, for less than a coffee a day, you could get a Balinese ladyboy prostitute. <laughs> oh... That's why they're so mad at this whole Avo on Toast thing kind of for the house. Yeah. Like an Avo on Toast, that's three ladyboys. You know how fucking ladyboys I could go with this? <sighs> yeah, man, I think it's a great it's 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 a it's a great setup for everyone involved. Yeah. And also, I think the Thai government has a, had like some legislation around how much land you can actually own. So, oh yeah, yeah. If you're not, if you're not, if you don't have Thai citizenship, you can only own so much land, and you still have to pay. I think for certain aspects of the healthcare system. So sure. even they're like, we can't stop them coming, mm. but we can stop this just turning into the outer suburbs of Brisbane. Yeah. So we're not making sausage rolls for you fucks. Do you understand? Yeah. I think they like that as well. I think it's also like they get to support that part of them that's like, Salamat Pagi, everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. There's that part where they're like, look, I'm part of another culture. I don't yeah. think they want the meat pies. I think they want to be the fun white stranger. Yes. Coming in and being like, Salamat Pagi, everybody. And who, everyone's like, who, oh, he's done such a good job. Who wants to verse me in the shell game? <laughs> Gets a few beers in it. Arm wrestle. Yeah. Come on, come on, you T, five foot four, tiny little dude that I, I'm going to have sex with later. <laughs> For less than a price of a ham and cheese croissant. <laughs> Slam. <laughs> That's a fuck. It should be a chapter in The Barefoot Investor. Mm. What the fuck are you doing? Just move to Thailand. <laughs> move to Thailand. It's like, at the end, it's like, if all else fails, just move to Thailand. Yeah. It's like, if investing fails, the splurge account thing didn't make sense to you, just have sex with a ladyboy in Thailand. The rest will make sense. It'll all make sense. Dude, Fox News have some fantastic 
like wild takes wild takes fantastic in the most comical way mm. if they weren't horrible but i i gotta be honest they got something right what did they get right this week yeah and that was the coverage of joe biden's press conference mm-hmm. when that mass shooting happened so i've got the video here this is how he opened the press conference my name is joe biden <laughs> i'm dr joe biden's husband and I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. <laughs> I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. <laughs> By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. <laughs> I think I'm kidding. I'm not. God. Ben, how are you, pal? One of the best guys in the United States Congress, Ben Carson. <laughs> Folks, uh, welcome to the White House. Okay. That's how he opened... The fucking that's dude, just an old man being like, <laughs> "I like ice cream. I've got ice cream upstairs." <laughs> dude, I, 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 he is so much better for comedy than Trump. Yeah, dude. Like <laughs> watching him just stumble around the English language and what is socially acceptable and not. Oh yeah. Someone's there's been another mass shooting. Chocolate chip ice cream. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. Imagine my surprise when I found out five people are dead in Kentucky. <laughs> Bill, how are you, pal? He's a good guy. One of the best guys. I love ice cream. My thoughts go out to the families. <laughs> I do need a. I do need a um, fact check you though. I think that wasn't the press conference for the mass shooting. Oh, wasn't it? Just real quick, I think he was what he did. He didn't know that a mass shooting had happened. Oh, all right, okay. So that was a whole other thing. Can I level? Whenever we watched that, I was like, mm, the tone's off here a little bit. Not just with him, but with the setup. The, the I don't I don't want to be a dude, but yeah, I think that was like it got now it got shown to him later that there had been mass shooting. Oh, okay. so that was like a completely separate thing. But it, it yep. is still funny that those two things happened to you in the one day. But you know that like he whispered in and they were like, just so you know, Mr. President, um, we've had another mass shooting in Kentucky. We got six, we, we have six confirmed attacks. He's got a cup, chocolate ice cream on the side of his mouth. Why does that have to do with ice cream? He's like, ah, damn it. I asked for a port on a, the most popular flavors of ice cream. I'm not kidding around. You know, in 1983, I got an ice cream in Great Britain and no, no joke. <laughs> Seriously, folks. <laughs> Got so much ice cream. Imagine, so imagine the cream. fact that it wasn't Trump that said he had a massive freezer full of chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I I I Joe Biden is a terrible president for the all of the opposite reasons that Trump was bad. I'll tell you what though, I'll be real. I am just enjoying the peace. Yes, it's so much more chill. I'm like, yeah, sure, he stumbles and shit, bro, but I don't want. I'm just glad that I don't have to fucking have arguments about anything anymore. Yeah. Really, gen- generally, it feels like we've gotten back to the thing where like friends can disagree on stuff now. Like yeah, we're getting back less to that tension. Yeah, it's so nice. And it's so annoying that American politics does that to us. I think it does it to the world. Yeah, it does it to the world. But it's just so like it's so frustrating because you have friends that are, like completely versus like just so you know they banned abortion in this state in the U.S. and it's like. Great, I'll let you know next time I need to kill a baby in Alabama. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck are you... It's like, what is this concern? Bro, it's like, we're at dinner. I made yeah. a reservation. You know how hard it is to get... You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. News flash. America kind of sucks on a few things. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, 
Dude, that sucks for people there. But right now, I've just ordered entrees. Yeah. Don't ruin my arancini. Hey, also, brother, I'm not going to the US for an abortion. No, I'm, I'm going, going to, to go see the dudes from TikTok. I'm going to fucking... If I'm going to the US, I want to go get a fucking sandwich the Aki way. Yeah, I want to find the places that are in Meals by Shook. Yes. Or is it Chook or... Whatever You know, it you is, know that dude. dude with the really long yeah, face who's yeah, like, yeah. this this sandwich is um, it's almost as wet as your sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly I it. I love I'm that more, guy. I'm not going there to get rid of a baby that neither me nor my girlfriend want. Yeah. I'm going there to get a sandwich that both me and my girlfriend have seen on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you do in the States? What Dude, the fuck? Yeah. I see. I my real low, it's a real low ball fantasy, but it is a fantasy. It's like I just want. I do want to go to the states because I I really want to go to a Waffle House. Yeah, that's nice. I, I want to sack whack the Eiffel Tower. Sorry, not the Eiffel <laughs> Tower. What's the other one that they have? Uh, the, the Statue of Liberty. Sack whack the Statue of sack Liberty. Sack whack the sta- get get it like a helicopter tour where I get to like get it closer. Mm. Sack whack the Statue of Liberty. Get out of there. That's not bad. It's the Statue of David. That's the a sack whacking. With, the, with the, the dick? Yeah, 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 with the dick and the M- low Michelangelo's? Balls. Yeah, Michelangelo's. I would never disrespect David. Michelangelo like that. Man, he's dead. It's My more f- disrespecting David. <laughs> yeah, dude, f- dude, David got dissed with that statue, didn't he? Oh, yeah, man. Could you imagine being David when Michelangelo's David <laughs> came out? Just looking Bro. down just looking down from heaven being like, dude, it was so much bigger. <laughs> no, no, I mean like if there was another guy, like, like if it wasn't even a... B- <laughs> It's a dude in Italy called David. David. And they're like, look at David. He's a tiny penis. <laughs> He's got the he tiny penis. He just hated David. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it, was so, it was somebody he worked with. Yes. It wasn't even yeah. David. And he was like, he was like, can you get those papers on my desk by the morning? He's like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. No problem. I'm going to make a statue with a tiny dick <laughs> of you. It's going to take me two years, but it's going to be so worth it. They'd be like, Michelangelo's David. And David's there with like an espresso martini or whatever. And he's standing like the statue is because that's how he normally stands. Yeah. Like just, he's like, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Get the statue for me. (laughs) Tiny dick. You son of a bitch. (laughs) You absolute fajoule. You son of a bitch. Like pulling Michelangelo aside. What is this? Hey, can we talk for a second? second? (laughs) No, 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 no. Just you and me. No, no, no. We'll be quick. We'll be quick. Aside. No, you can leave your wine. You'll be back in here pretty soon. <laughs> that is one of the wildest disrespects. It'd be like, everybody's just like, hey, David, you see what's in the National Museum? It's you and your tiny, tiny dick, dick. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Bro, to- fuck getting cancelled. Imagine someone making a statue. If Clementine Ford was really about it, she would make a statue of Jim Jeffries with a tiny dick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still with the beer gut, though. No abs? Yeah, that's how you do it. That's yeah. how you actually force someone into hiding. And that's also how you That's also how you uh, see someone's true colours. Yes. Because it's all well and good to be like, this is disgusting and you shouldn't laugh at everything and blah, 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 blah. God, man. I'm t- Okay, real quick. Not to get, can we get a little toxic for a second? Sure, brother. Dude, it is so nice that everyone has now. Preach. Just, inshallah, oh, inshallah. Mashallah, because I tell you, it's so nice that everyone seems to now communally agree that this Clementine Ford character is really fucking annoying. Yeah. Whereas, like, it's surpassed the fact that she had a really important cultural moment. And I think she came at a very important time. And now everyone's like, I think she's just a straight out misandrist. Well, I think what's happened here, Sam. If I don't, I don't want to get too smart on you. Depends on how you feel. Right. 
Are, are you threatened? Get smart. Now get are smart. Are you threatened if I get very smart? I'm not threatened. Unless you build a sculpture room with a tiny penis, I will not be threatened. This is the thing, dude. There's this thing called St. George's Syndrome. Mm-hmm. You know about St. George's Syndrome? No, what's St. George's Syndrome? St. George, you know you know this. Oh, hold on, hold on. St. George slays a dragon and everyone thinks they're nobody. Close. St. George slays all the dragons, right? The village people, they love him for it. Mm-hmm. They're all like, thank you for slaying all the dragons. He gets a dopamine high because he's like, I'm the guy. I'm killing all the dragons. This is sick. He get, mm. In this case, modern times, St. George gets a book deal. Right? Yeah. Writes and a tell-all book about all the dragons. Exactly, right? And he's like, I'm the dragon slayer. But there's no more dragons to slay. And so he's like, all right, well, I'll find like smaller dragons. And then, th- and these dragons, they're not really a problem, but they're, they're friendly dragons, but whatever. Uh-huh. Like, they're still dragons, kill them, right? So St. George kills the smaller dragons. And the village people are like, oh, okay, that's still good. Like, he still you. got it. He still, still kind of got, got it. But now there's nothing, right? But the ego is still telling him, you're the guy that slays all the dragons, right? This is where your value is. But there's no more dragons. You've won. And so now he's just on the outskirts of town throwing rocks at lizards. Right. So what you're essentially saying is that right now, Clementine Ford is a dragon slayer kicking someone's dog, going, could have been a dragon. Could have, just making sure it wasn't a dragon. And now everyone's (laughs) like, I mean, she did slay all the dragons, but like, that's still my, that's so fucking annoying. It's my dog. That's genuinely, I reckon that's what's happening, dude. That might be what's happening. Where it's like, you were a valuable person at one point in time, but you just, you got too high off your own supply. Yeah. And now you're just, this is the nice thing about humor is it always it's always cyclical and now people across the board are just like we actually just want to laugh at stuff and she's like "Mm -mm -mm. Mm. you can only make jokes about your train ride here (laughs) no funny thing happened to me on the train today it's crazy i heard someone say we're not here to fuck spiders i'm like i couldn't even do that (laughs) you know i'm not even a leg man and she's like this is comedy. Ah, comedy. I think it's really I think it's really odd. I think it's really interesting and odd that so many people across the board tie themselves to an identity that's based in fighting a higher power. Yeah. Because what do you do when you win? You turn into Green Day, right? Because Green Day played music that no one liked, got a few people on board, and then the music they played got really popular, mm. and then they were like, we're going to release three albums in eight months. Yeah. And everyone was like, Jesus. It's too much, dude. Too much, man. This sucks. Green Day is punks, Jordan Peterson. Yes. Yeah. Just coming out there like that. Have you seen the, have you seen the iHeart radio set from about 2012? That, I'm not Justin Bieber, I'm motherfuckers. Not Justin Bieber, motherfuckers. Yeah. I've been doing this for 30 years. And it's also, a core memory that I have, honestly, oh, watching that meltdown. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a great fucking meltdown. And then watching um, Mike Dern and uh, Trey Cool just go... Having a hard time break the guitars. Yeah, we're just like, I guess we're breaking guitars. We're, fuck it, we're punk. Yeah, right, we're breaking yeah, sure. guitars. Here we go. Doosh, doosh. Two 40-year-old dudes having an issue. Oh, man, I love breaking guitars, but this, my knee brace is killing me. <laughs> That's the other thing. Only with intellectuals and punks do you age out of it weirdly. Mm, mm. You know, like when punk bands can't let go, then you get fucking what happened to old mate from Blink-182 where he's on the Joe Rogan experience being like, fucking aliens, man. I've got real life footage. And you know what's nuts? I Can I be honest? I actually think that's a bad example because it turns out he was right and telling the truth the whole time. Did it? Yeah. So in, you know, that big, um, I think it was Edward Snowden. There's a huge cyber hack in the States mm-hmm. about, I don't know, maybe five years ago. Mm-hmm. In those documents, it justified that Tom DeLonge had been talking 
to some of the biggest heads of the NSA and the FBI in the military. Oh, shit. Like, they were like, he was not lying. It's like, I've been in correspondence, and the way he got into it is very fascinating because he got hired to play a private gig for someone very high up in the American military. Mm -hmm. And um, he was like, I won't take payment, but I would like 10 minutes alone with this guy. Right. What ended up happening is through that relationship, that was his end to talking about the government's knowledge of extraterrestrial life. Right. Because he was like, that's the forefront of technology is trying to communicate with uh, UFOs and mm. figuring out. And that's when the UFO bubble started to burst. And then all of a sudden all the footage came out. Oh, true. And it was announced that, yeah, we have stuff flying in our space. Um, shit. Space. Flying in our area. Yeah. We have no idea. It defies all the laws of physics. Double two, double O, brother. That's what's up. In the fucking area. We got the UFOs in the fucking area, bro. We're the fucking extraterrestrials, cuz. <laughs> Double aliens, two double O. Oi. Aliens are wogs from the future. Dude, get this, all right? Okay, get this. I'm going to break the sound barrier in 0.5 seconds. Watch this. Oh, XR8. That's cute. Watch this. That explains also why everybody talks about being probed because it's a bunch of lebs in the UFO going, well, it'd be funny if we put something in his ass. <laughs> Dude, what if we put something in his butt? Dude. Dude, by my calculations, it's 1949. They'll lose their mind. All right? We can't do this in 2023. The dude will come. Spinners on the UFO. <laughs> Backlighting, like underneath. This is how I know that aliens aren't wogs from the future is because UFOs have been reported to be quiet. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. There's no sound. <laughs> There's no sound. There's a... And some other than me keeping you on. I got the... Hold on, hold on. If you listen closely, you can hear the aliens coming. Hold on. <laughs> Dude, it is funny to think of aliens are just wogs from the future. Who would you, who would you, okay. Because it also would be, wogs seem to be the guys that always seem to be at the forefront of technology for most of history. Yes. Right? Until yeah. recently. Until recently. Now it's dudes in puffer vests. Yes. Because because uh, because technological innovation has gotten lame. Yes. Like, oh, we built a robot that can write an essay for you. But 600 years ago, it was just a wog with a big beard going, I think if we make it the wood the spin, we go in the air. Yeah. It was yeah. It was more trade-based stuff. Yeah. That's why it's like we made, uh, we made like the aqueduct. That's why wogs now, they're only tradies. Like, mm. how many, like, how many wogs have you seen that like, uh, I will tile your house. Also... I've got this portrait that I, I painted of Princess Federici. <laughs> Beautiful. I'll chuck it in for free. That's a good point. Also, I'm designing a, I'm designing a plane, <laughs> but also payments inspected within seven business days. Dude, that is wild. Being sh- like, it's like, oh, it's my, bo- my boy Moe. He's working on the fucking plane. <laughs> Moe, explain. And he's like, oh, it's like a... Fu- you guys fucking no birds? <laughs> <laughs> you guys know birds? That oh, it's like, like that, but for like us. Yeah, like we're going to be in the birds. Check it out. And then, right down to the ground. I want to be keeping you. <laughs> this is Leonardo da Vinci inventing the helicopter. Where do I put the, the subwoofers? <laughs> Where do I put them? The back, the front. I know what I'm going to do here. I'm on a deadline. The king needs this by Monday. <laughs> That's why he never took off. Literally, metaphorically, it was like, I don't know how we could play music, boys. Maybe we get the bard in the back seat. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's the weight distribution was all off because they had to have the bard in the back. 
Yo, Leo, why don't you just make it like a one person thing? He's like, well, how will I enjoy it then? Okay. <laughs> I need the music in the helicopter. Thinking about it, it's like fucking Leonardo da Vinci's helicopter never took off because he couldn't figure out NOS. <laughs> Dude, the world would be so different if, like, you showed, this, bro. if you showed Leonardo da Vinci the Fast and the Furious movies. He'd be like, oh, I get it. It would be like that scene from Doctor Who where they bring Vincent Van Gogh to see his paintings in the museum. Where he'd be like, it's beautiful. <laughs> He's like, cry. Vin I, Diesel being like, look, it's a tank and a car at the same time that can fly. Leonardo da Vinci would be like, it's fucking beautiful, boys. It's beautiful, the best thing oh, I've ever my seen. God. You inspired this, Leo. Oh, I wasted my life. I can't do because I couldn't figure out how to make the candles blue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we call it? Yes, let's call it. All right. Uh, so tickets are still on sale for Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, in April 23rd, I believe, and Sydney Comedy Festival at the start of May. Yes. Do we know if we've sold any tickets? Uh, I haven't looked. I haven't looked I haven't been looking at the tickets. I think we might have sold a few for the Sydney Comedy Festival. Sick. Yeah, I think we sold a couple for Newcastle as well, actually. Mm -hmm. And we're in the process of finalizing some special guests. Yes. So I'm, I'm very excited for all of that. It's going to be fun. Um, so yeah, come along if you can. If not, that's all right. We'll be here next week. We'll be here next week. Hey, and also, if you felt like it, leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever. Yeah, that'll be sick if you can. We Yeah, we never ask for that shit. We don't, but tell your friends. Hope you're having a good day. I hope you're having a good life. All Love right. you. Bye, team.